welcome to the Live a Vibrant Life podcast. I'm Life Coach Kelly Tibbetts, and each week I'll be here to encourage and equip you with the tools you need to grow in self-awareness so that you can invest your best energy in your dreams and your purpose. I believe self-awareness changes everything. Let's get started. Today, I'm excited to share a coaching tool that I've been applying in my own life and using with some of my one-on-one clients, and that is how to create a daily plan that allows you to produce the results that you want. So to begin today, if you have access to a piece of paper and a pen, um, you can always listen through if you're driving and then come back and do this after. Draw a circle, and in the circle, you want to separate it like a, you know pie slices. You want to slice it into about eight to ten slices. And I want you to just think for a moment about all the areas of your life that you have decided are important and you would like to give some of your life's energy to. I like to talk a lot about the fact that you have 100% of the life energy that you have right now. One of the biggest struggles in our life is to wish that that was different and to live a life like we have 120% of the energy we have or 150% of the energy that we have. And just like putting debt on a credit card with compound interest, that payment still needs to come and be paid. And what happens is we end up living exhausted, depleted lives instead of vibrant lives. So the first thing I want to ask you is about the relationships that are important to you. So you might take two or three pieces of that pie and say, you know, there's the relationship I have with myself. There's the relationship I have with a primary person in my life, close family, close friends, maybe people that are on the next level, work friends, acquaintances, and just begin to notice maybe one, two, three, four slices of that pie have already been decided by you to go towards the relationships in your life that are important. Once you have put those words in, maybe put their name in, work, friends, family, cousins, sister, brother, whatever it is that you decide, then let's look at the relationships and the responsibilities. So now you might be at a place where 75% of your life energy is going out into relationships and responsibilities, things you've already said yes to. might be work for pay. It may be volunteer work. It might be keeping up your home. Anything that is a responsibility, something you've already said, yes, I'd like to put energy towards that, keeping track of your finances. Then you might have, um, you know, between 5, 10, 20, 25% of that circle left. And that's for you, for your dreams for your soul, for your body care, for your mental health. And so you may have three, four, five things that you're putting in there. I want to exercise. I want a meal plan. I want to have time for therapy and coaching, whatever it is. As you begin to do this practice of dividing that circle into smaller and smaller pieces of pie so that everything that has a name fits into that circle, you will begin to notice that you have a lot of things in life that are important to you. And each of those things require some of your energy and you only have 100% of the energy that you have. So if you decide you're going to give each area of your life, you, your relationships, and your responsibilities, you're going to give them all 33% of your energy and try to live this incredibly balanced life, you're probably going to feel frustrated before you know it. And every season in our life has different expectations. During the holiday season, there may be more relationships that you need to spend time on. During the summer, it might be that you give more time to things that are helping your body stay healthy. Maybe you participate in an outdoor soccer team or you like to go swimming every week or go for long walks. Every season, the amount of time and energy we want to give to the different areas of our life circle will probably change. 
And so that's why I've created this system that can help you decide and do what's important to you. And today I'm going to teach you just one of the tools that is in this series, but I want to invite you to join me for September and October where I will teach you my entire system and then I will break it down week by week so that you don't only have the information, you see the life transformation of noticing what amount of energy you have, deciding how you want to invest it, and then creating the small practice steps that allow you to create incredible results in your own life. This is what I've done to go from a place of being overwhelmed and exhausted to living a more vibrant life. I am not somebody who has arrived. There is still so much work. I'm still investing in my own coaches. I've gone to a therapist. I have doctors. There are so many people that support us in living that vibrant life. Your spiritual community, um, you know, one of the best people that has ever encouraged me were some of the trainers I had at a gym that I found about 10 years ago. So there's going to be people in your life that are spurring you on to living this vibrant life. And then you need some tools in your toolbox that you can learn and apply. And I think a coaching circle, a group program with other people on the same path is one of the best ways to create that incredible result that allows you to live your vibrant life. So step one is to draw a circle and to split the circle into all the different areas of life that you've named as important to you right now. Now, what most of us do every day is we get up, we find that scrap of paper, grab a pen, and we make a to-do list. And if we're being honest, we put a couple things on there that we've already done. Make the bed, brush your teeth, so that you can either, you know, cross it out with a line through it or put a little check mark to it. And if you're like me, you've noticed you put too many things on that list every day and you walk around with some thoughts like, I'm so lazy, I never get anything done. Let's stop doing that. Let's learn how to make a plan from a place of love. So today we're going to talk about creating a daily plan. So on the daily plan, I have a you know book that I'd be sharing when you join my program, but you can do this at home right now. Just get out any piece of lined paper and down the side, I want you to write every hour from the hour that you wake up to the hour that you're done, not the hour you're going to sleep. Um, very few of us can be efficient and productive for 14 hours a day. So say you get up at seven and somewhere around seven or eight at night, you just run out of mental, emotional, physical, spiritual energy. It's probably best to go to bed or do something that doesn't require a lot of energy, but let's not require at that point some kind of commitment to yourself. So let's just start simple, seven to seven. So down the side, you'd say seven, eight, nine, ten. After you have the date, the next thing you want to say is who, what, where, when. So if seven o'clock is get the kids on the bus, if seven o'clock is put on makeup and drive to work, know what you're doing with each hour. And if nothing is already scheduled, leave it blank. We need white space in our life. So if I was doing this as a young mom, I might say seven o'clock is get the girls breakfast and get them ready to go to school. Eight o'clock is drive them to school. Eight to nine is also drive myself to work. Work is nine to three, come back home at three, help the kids with homework, begin to create dinner, and then notice that after six o'clock, it would not be kind and loving for me to schedule important things because I have run out of mental, physical, emotional energy. So again, down the left, what hour is it? The next column, what are you doing? With who, what, where, when? If you can decide, I'm going to pay the bills at 9.30 on Tuesdays at my kitchen table, you are so much more likely to do it than just to have floating in the back of your brain, don't forget to pay the bills. Our brains were created to 
solve problems. And most of us have exhausted ourselves mentally by trying to hold on to all of the information in our brain like it's a storage machine. And that's where we get really emotionally and mentally exhausted. So you have the time of day, and then you have the who, what, where, when, why. And next, we're going to hold a bigger space, the rest of the notebook paper, for all the things we need to remember. So at four o'clock, if I'm going to write, make dinner, my brain is processing so much information. What am I making for dinner? Do I have all the ingredients? Is there anything I need to make earlier? What if I just took a moment the night before and next to make dinner wrote down, ground beef needs to be thawed. Well, four o'clock would not be the right time to thaw the ground beef if I'm making dinner at 4.30. But now that I've noticed it, I could move that up to 9 a.m., take the ground beef out of the freezer and put it in the refrigerator. Do you see what we could do here? By noticing what we need to remember, putting it down so that it's out of our brain. I have a call at three o'clock with that important person. Let me remember to print out the email so it's in front of me as we we have the conversation. At six o'clock, I'm supposed to meet at my daughter's school for parent-teacher night. Oh, well, I need to bring that form with me because the point of the parent-teacher night is to let the school know the classes that we've chosen. That's just a real example from when my girls were younger. You had to choose, are they going into Spanish? Are they going into French? Are they taking Algebra 1 or are they not taking Algebra 1? And you had to go to these meetings prepared. Well, at the meeting would not be the right time to give that some mental energy. I might want to notice that the meeting is on a Wednesday and allow myself some thinking time and perhaps some conversation time with that child, maybe on a Monday. And so this is what we do in our community. We make sure that you remember that what is important to you is important. If something's important to you, it's important. And then instead of being judgmental about why we are or not creating the results in our life, what if we became curious? Oh, no wonder I'm exhausted. When I make my plan from a place of love for the next 10 days, there's no white space. There's no downtime. I can't adjust when the emergencies happen. And as you and I both know, the emergencies always happen. You can have the most perfect ideal plan, and then a child ends up with the stomach flu, and all those things that are on your responsibility list need to find a new time and place to take place, because the only thing you're going to be doing is trying to prevent yourself from getting that, right, by overcleaning and putting the gloves and all of that. So what would it look like for you and I to live a vibrant life because we've created the plan for our life from a place of love? That's my encouragement for you today. I'd love to connect more. You can find me on Facebook or Instagram. And it's not too late to join me. My one-year Live a Vibrant Life program has everything recorded that I've ever taught. So you can go back and listen at your own pace. And we have live coaching opportunities every week. It's always the perfect time for you to jump in and join us. I hope you have a great week. You can find out more by going to kellytibbets.com. I hope to see you soon. Thank you for joining the Live a Vibrant Life podcast. I hope our time together encourages and equips you to move forward in your vibrant life. To learn more, you can follow me on Instagram and Facebook or visit my website, kellytibbets.com.